back to It's Astrological. I'm your host, Lynette, founder of Cosmic Moves Astrology, and I'm so grateful to be here with you today. Our time in this cozy, cosmically chic corner of the internet is about taking a fresh look at self-care through the magic of astrology. And today, we are taking a new look at my face because this is the first video podcast I'm recording. I really wanted to be able to show you a chart and um, yeah, I'm a little nervous (laughs) because this is the first time I'm doing this, but I hope that whether you're listening to this with your ears and not with the video or you are watching this on YouTube that you'll find it valuable A couple of folks in the past few weeks have shared that they read my newsletter every week and then their eyes kind of glaze over when it gets to the part that says, oh, if you have a planet at eight degrees or between 22 and 26 degrees, or they're just like, what is she talking about? So (laughs) I wanted to use this first video episode to show you a chart so that you can figure out how to find the degrees that a planet is at in your chart. In order to be able to use astrology to do self-care and to understand yourself, the more you know, the deeper you'll be able to go and the more you'll understand. So there are multiple layers to this astrological journey, including just really mastering the basics. It can be starting with your sun, moon, and rising, and then what houses they're in, and then maybe if they have any connections to other planets. And my goal is to still make this all digestible. And for this talk about degrees in your chart to just be really another introductory step to you learning how to live your chart, how to love your chart. And if that's not where you are right now, understanding the degrees and what those numbers mean in your chart, that's okay too. Your chart will unfold at the exact time that you're ready. So this episode will be waiting for you when that time comes. And here we go. So we need to close your eyes and take a deep breath with me. Only close your eyes if you're not driving, please. (laughs) And go back to your middle school math classroom. Are you there? In your mind's eye, can you feel the desk under your hands? Do you see a teacher at the front of the room? Okay, now I want you to take a close look at the board and remember the first time you learned about the geometry of circles. Maybe there's a circle on the board. It's talking about 360 degrees. It's talking about a radius. All of that lovely geometry that we first started learning when we were younger. We're going to start here. Okay, take another deep breath and come back to the present moment. Welcome back. (laughs) I bet you weren't expecting to think about middle school math today. Don't worry. This is never going to be a math podcast or middle school podcast. (laughs) But when we're talking about astrology, really what we're talking about is sacred geometry. And I struggle with saying that I'm not quote unquote good at math. It's something that I think a lot of us, (laughs) at least the people in my circle have always said, and maybe it's not true, but I think 
for me, learning math in the scope of astrology has been really helpful because it shows me that I am good at this kind of math and that it does make sense in my brain. So while we're revisiting maybe a time that was challenging for some of us, <laughs> I don't want that to kind of tinge the nature of what we're talking about today because astrological geometry and middle school geometry are two separate things in terms of the vibe that we're feeling. So what we're talking about right now is sacred geometry. And if we break it down, when we look at an astrology chart, we're looking at a circle. And a circle is sacred because it represents the whole. It represents the entirety of everything. There is no beginning and no end. So we're already starting, whether it's an astrological chart or the sky, which is depicted as a circle. That's a pretty big sacred deal, if I do say so myself. And you'll notice in astrology that that circle is the sky divided into 12 signs. And it's also, in your chart, divided into 12 houses. So we keep seeing this theme of the number 12 coming up over and over again. And if we think about the number 12 also being a sacred number, we think that there are 12 months in a year. There are 12 numbers on a clock. Going way back, there were 12 apostles. There are 12 major gods of Olympus. And we see the number 12 showing up in many of the world's ancient religions and philosophies. And the number 12 is really magical from a mathematical standpoint. Again, not a math podcast, but <laughs> 12 can be divided naturally by a lot of numbers. And so 12 was a really big deal to ancient scholars like Pythagoras, yay, Pythagorean theorem, <laughs> and Ptolemy. And Ptolemy was a really big deal for astrology. So we're getting a little bit of math, a little bit of history as we understand where this is all coming from. But really the question here is, why should you even care about the degrees that your natal planets are at or what degree the planet is at in the sky, right? Why does that matter? And how does it show up in your chart? So the planets in the sky are always moving and when it comes up to the same degree or close to the same degree as one of your natal planets, that means that they're having a conversation with each other. They're exchanging energy. And when you know that this is happening, that means that you can anticipate and flow with that energy. We call these conversations aspects in astrology, and really they're just representing geometrical angles. So if we're talking about the different angles. For example, a 60 degree angle is called a sextile. And we could view that as actually 60 degrees away from each other in the geometrical sense. In an astrological sense, we can talk about that as being two houses away from each other. And a sextile is usually a positive aspect and it's giving you an opportunity to put in some effort and get a good result. If we stretch that out to 90 degrees, so an L shape, then we're talking about an aspect or a conversation called a square. This is a more challenging aspect that will ultimately move you forward. It's like when you're sitting down and your knees 
are bent and you use that angle to help you stand up, to push you forward. So it may not always feel like everyone's favorite aspect because there is some element of friction involved here, but the end result is always growth. So that's always the positive side of a square. And that will be three houses from each other in an astrological chart. 120 degrees is called a trine. And that's going to be four houses away from each other. And a trine is a harmonious and flowing aspect. Everyone loves a trine until it becomes too much of a good thing <laughs> or things become too easy. And then when planets are completely opposite each other, that's 180 degrees, so half a circle. And that's six houses away from each other in an astrological chart. That's called an opposition because they're opposite each other. And that energy is just what it sounds like. The energy may feel pulled in two different directions, but ultimately the goal is to somehow integrate both of those energies. Now, there are also aspects outside of these main astrological aspects. My mentor, Rick Levine, is at the forefront of really understanding these and doing research on these. They have different names. <laughs> I prefer to call them quantum aspects or metaphysical aspects. And those are things where you're dividing the circle maybe by five or by seven. And those are called quintile and subtile aspects. And, you know, there's so many different directions you can go in terms of splitting your chart and talking about the different ways that the planets are talking to each other. But I just want you to have an idea of the different layers and the depth that you can get to and the depth that you don't have to get to. <laughs> it's not necessary for you in order to understand your chart to go to this level. Information is power and it's good for you to have an idea so that you don't necessarily go down the rabbit hole, but so you know what's ahead of you if you choose to go in that direction. So great. We have different aspects. They're geometric angles. The beauty of this is that when you know that a planet in the sky is going to come around either to the same place in the sky as your natal planet. So that would be like every year the sun comes back to the same place in the sky it was when you were born. We call that a birthday. It's also in astrology known as a solar return. So when those two planets well, that planet is in the same place in the sky as it was when you were born, that's a conjunction. So it's not really an angle because they're in the same place, but it's also an important fusion of those energies because they are literally right on top of each other. And anytime those planets are coming together in any of those locations, so even if it's at five degrees in one sign and five degrees in another, those planets are going to be engaging with each other and talking to each other and lighting up those parts of your chart. That's why this matters. It really means that there's a spotlight shining on those and those themes and those energies are jumping back into your life. So how we can work with this is that it may be one of those harmonious aspects that we are eager to take advantage of and be ready for and dive right in. Or maybe it's one of those more challenging aspects and you'll want to really understand the nature of the energy and what planets are involved so that 
you can be ready to put in the work. There are no good or bad aspects, good or bad planets, good or bad anything in astrology, but understanding the degrees is the first step to understanding the aspects, and the more that you understand, it just helps you to ride the waves and to know that they're coming and to really not be blindsided by anything. So let's use the current chart for the time that I'm recording this. Okay, so right now this is showing where the planets are in the sky as we speak. And every astrology chart is broken up into those 12 houses. It's like the 12 little pie slices. And depending on the house system you or your app use, there are different ways to slice up this circle. Your houses may be the same size as each other. They may be equal. Some of them may be bigger or smaller than each other. It doesn't really matter for this exercise, so don't worry about that. What we're looking at right now is the actual placement of your planets. And when we're looking at the houses, again, there are these little pie slices in your chart. Each one represents a different area of your life. So when we're first learning astrology, we learn the planet's are the energy itself, the sign that the planet is in, are the way that that energy is expressing itself, and then we add the layer of the houses, which is the area of life that that energy will express itself in. So that's kind of a basic cookbook of how to start learning your chart. And then we can add in the layer of the conversations that the planets are having with each other. These are all these lines that you see in the middle that are crisscrossing each other. We talked about what these are just a minute ago. The conjunction, the square, the opposition, the trine, and the sextile. But for now, we'll just focus on getting the lay of the land so that you can find the degrees in your chart. Just knowing that planets are meeting up at the same degree means that they're having a conversation. So each Sunday when I send my newsletter and I talk about this and I say, if you have planets in this sign or at these degrees, that's all this means. And it's just an indication to you of knowing that that area of your life is going to probably come up that week or you're going to feel the energy shift either with that planet in your chart or in that house in your chart. So knowing what house the planet is in will also tell you what area of life to look at. I do have a free guide if you're still learning the houses and what they mean. It's the ultimate guide to the houses. It helps you demystify all of those meanings and what that means in your chart. So you can download that for free at cosmicmoves.com houses. Now, let's go back to the classroom. <laughs> we're going to do a little bit of math for a second. So if we're looking at a chart, each planet has a number next to it. And again, if you're looking at this on video, I'm circling that number. If you're listening to this, the number just looks like whatever the number is. And then with a little circle to the top right of it. And then there's another number that's smaller and it has what looks like an apostrophe next to it. That is the degree and the minute of where that planet is. In astrology, each house or sign 
will contain 30 degrees because we have 12 houses and signs and 30 degrees each. 12 times 30 is 360. So that all adds up to make up the full circle of your chart. And because each house has 30 degrees in it, the numbers in your chart are only going to be between 0 and 30. Well, 29 <laughs> is the end. So 29 and 59 minutes. When you're looking at your chart, you'll see, for example, in this one, the sun is at 14 degrees and 29 minutes of Scorpio right now. The moon is at 26 degrees and 20 minutes of Aries right now. And of course, you'll also need to be able to recognize the planetary glyphs, but that's something you can easily just look up on the internet. I know half of learning astrology is just kind of cookbooking your way through it until you've practiced enough so that you actually know what the symbols are, what the signs for the symbols are, and it comes over time. So don't stress out. The internet is your friend in this journey and you'll get it. I promise. Just keep practicing and if you don't get it, the internet is always going to be there for you and I'm always going to be here for you. So you can read your chart even if you don't have everything memorized. You don't need to. That's okay. Okay, we have 30 degrees per house. 12 houses, 360 degrees. So that means when a planet is going around the sky, it covers 30 degrees of the circle of the sky each time it goes through a full sign. So we can kind of tell how quickly a planet is moving by how quickly it goes through a sign. The sun goes through about one sign every 30 days. <laughs> so that's why we have about a month for the sun being in each sun sign. And then it adds up to a whole year, which is someone's birthday. So some of the planets move more quickly, like Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Some of them move more slowly, like Jupiter, Saturn, and the outer planets. So that's another indicator for you when we're talking about where a planet is of how long it's going to stay next to a planet in your chart. For example, Pluto is the slowest planet. <laughs> Lucky for me, Pluto is right on top of my natal Pluto placement by square. So they're 90 degrees apart right now. And your Pluto square is a pretty big deal. It happens once in your lifetime <laughs> because Pluto moves so slowly. It's an energy that I have been working with for about a year now and will continue to be working with for about another six months. So it's just good to have an idea of how quickly the planets are moving through each of the signs because it lets you know how long that energy is going to be around. If we're talking about Mercury, at its fastest, Mercury can move several degrees in a day. So those Mercury transits happen pretty quickly. And then you know that even if you're having a challenging Mercury transit, you know it's going to be over pretty quickly. When we're looking at these numbers, whether you're following along on YouTube or just listening, what really matters is the bigger number in size. So we have the, the bigger number is the one with the degree sign next to it, the little circle. And the closer that a planet in the sky is to the same degree and minute as your natal planet, the stronger the energy is going to be. So as a planet 
for example, is coming up on this 14 degree, 29 minute sun in Scorpio, which is where the sun is right now, we're going to feel that energy building up as it moves through 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 degrees Scorpio, and then it'll match and meet in the same place in the sky at 14 degrees and 29 minutes Scorpio. And then as it keeps moving off to 15, 16, 17, 18 degrees of Scorpio, that energy is going to wane. It's not going to have as much of an effect. That's why when we talk about the range of degrees, we may have in a given week, you know, one of these inner planets, Mercury, Venus, and Mars, moving pretty quickly. And if you have planets in the scope of the piece of sky that that planet's going to cover that week, you'll feel all of those lit up by that energy or that conversation that those two planets are having. So with that, I hope that that helps you understand a little bit better about what the degrees are and why they're important for you to really start to understand and work with your chart. If you do want to know where the planets are in the sky each week, I share that breakdown of which degrees and signs to pay attention to in my newsletter, The Constellation. This is a great way to practice looking at your chart and working with your chart and noticing where the planets in the sky are connecting with your planets. You can sign up for The Constellation at cosmicmoves.com constellation for these micro astrology forecasts for the week ahead. Plus, every month I do a choose your own card. You can see what the energy is going to be for the week ahead. Plus, of course, always exclusive news about new offerings, which, hint, hint, there are a lot coming down. So (laughs) please sign up. I'd love to have you. I'd love to bring a little bit of astrology to your inbox every week. If you liked this episode, if you learned something from this episode, Please share it with your friends. Please give it five stars, write a review, give it a thumbs up on YouTube, whatever you do to support your favorite creators if I'm one of them. And please message me if you have any questions. I'd love to share more information like this with you. And my goal is really just to empower you to be able to connect with your own chart, to live it and to love it. So if there's any way that you think would be helpful for me to do that, please let me know. And I would love to provide that for you. And wherever you are, here's wishing you a stellar day and take care. Bye.